Hi, my love. Welcome back to the Simone Passer show. I am so excited to be back here on a weekly basis and really diving into things that I see really come up for the women that I work with who are, you know, wanting to break free of those burnout cycles to experience success without feeling like they're having to sacrifice their health. So today I wanted to dive in with you all around overcoming overwhelm and what to do when you do actually feel really overwhelmed on a day-to-day basis. This can look like that feeling like you've just got nothing left to give at the end of the day. It can look like emotionally shutting down and feeling like you're numbing out. This is for sure like a survival tactic, right? It's your way of just kind of getting through. And I want to just reiterate, this doesn't have to be your norm. So I want to give you six simple steps to move through and to really get an understanding of why you're feeling overwhelmed. So first of all, I want to share with you that when we feel overwhelmed, it's usually a sign that you get to get clarity around what needs to be prioritized. So overwhelm typically comes from either not knowing what to do or how to do something. And it's in this confusion of what to prioritize or how to do something that we can experience overwhelm on a really regular basis. It can also be a sign that it's time to fully commit. What I mean by this is when we feel like we've got so many options and we can go in all these different directions and we don't know what path to take or we don't know what decision to make, we can easily end up in that feeling of overwhelm. So it's usually a sign of one or two things. Either you don't know what or how to do something or you've got so many options and it's time to actually really fully commit to something be decisive, go all in and burn all the other bridges and all the other options, right? Because that is what a true decision is. It's going for plan A and not having a plan B to Z. So how do you actually counteract that feeling of overwhelm? The first thing I always say is when you feel that tension, when you feel yourself like with the short fuse or you feel like you're just about, you're already shutting down, it's a sign to just pause and take a breath. Literally take a moment to pause and you can close your eyes and you can inhale deeply and exhale really slowly. So centering yourself through conscious breathing can provide an instant relief. And I teach a few really powerful breath work techniques that are known to actually really calm your nervous system down. Because when we're in that overwhelm, we're typically in that overdrive and our adrenals are kicking up and we get to counteract that through shifting our nervous system, really calming our ourselves, our body, our mind, and a breath is really powerful for doing this. I'm a huge fan of breath work. If you don't know, I am qualified in 
holotropic breathwork. I've taught many different kinds of breathwork through my yogic teaching background. I can say without a doubt that if your mind is busy, you may find meditation really challenging. And this is the perfect place to start breathing because breathing literally takes you out of your head and back into your body. So I'm going to move on. Breath is really powerful. There's so much research done on how it can really calm and soothe your nervous system. And when you're overwhelmed, you're wanting to get out of your head and into your body and into presence. So breath is a powerful portal for that. Number two, create clarity on what it is that you actually value. So I see values as like these foundational pillars to which everything you build on top of. And what I mean by this is when you're not sure of what you value, if you're not sure if it's aligned or not, you may find yourself getting caught up in saying yes to so many things that may not even be A, what you truly want, or B, in alignment with what you value and what you actually want to be doing. So I always find it really helpful to first get a piece of paper and a pen and scribble out all of the values that come to mind. And then I want you to narrow it down to maximum four. And the reason for this is anything over four, it then becomes impossible to make a decision that can go through each and every value. And that's what we want, right? So your values get to actually be like the filters in which you kind of take through every decision that you're making around does it align with these values, with these core values. So values not only help you to get clear on what to say yes to and what to say no to, it's also key when creating more spaciousness in your life and business. So number two, get clarity on your values. Number three is prioritize tasks. And, you know, it's really really understanding A, what is going to move the needle and really breaking down your tasks into smaller manageable steps. And so I want you to prioritize them on urgency and importance and then just focus on one thing at a time, right? Because a lot of the time we feel overwhelmed when we think of the thousand and one steps that we have to do or the thousand and one things that we have to get done in our day. When in reality, it's like, if you can just focus on, and what is the next thing? What is the the next step I get to take in this exact moment? Not overthinking it, not thinking about the the 10,000th step, but instead just focusing on this is the next step. And you give that your fullest attention and your fullest priority. So that's number three, prioritize tasks. Number four, this is a toughie. And I know because I really struggle with this one probably the most is letting go of control slash perfectionism. And with this, again, a lot of entrepreneurial women that I work with one-on-one, they are in a place where they want things, they only want to put things out when it's like 110% perfect in their eyes. Or um, 
they can find it really challenging to delegate, right? They want to feel in control. And for sure, this this sense of needing to control has gotten them to a certain point in their business. And when we continue to be in that space of needing to control and for everything to be perfect, it's unsustainable, right? It's totally unsustainable and it is not relatable and it is unrealistic as well. So it ends up making things or taking that timeline way out when actually they could be experiencing really shortening that time frame, experiencing what it is that they want in a much shorter period of time if they are willing to let go of those two things. So how do you do this? First, I would go through and I would actually identify the tasks that can be delegated. We're not looking for someone who is like perfect and on your level at doing something. And it is a beautiful practice to actually begin to see and build up team members who can support you. And again, if you're bringing on team that who actually align with your values, and you can create that sense of trust and groundedness in knowing that you're going in the same direction, then all of the other things can be learned. So identify the tasks that can be delegated and then enlist support from colleagues, friends, family. When you delegate, it not only lightens your load, but it also fosters collaboration. And collaboration is so key for inspiration, for a sense of community, for that sense of feeling nurtured and held. We cannot create that feeling of support if we're not willing to let go of control. It's counterintuitive, right? So that's number four, let go of control slash perfectionism. Number five, set realistic goals. Reevaluate your expectations and set realistic goals. I know this can be challenging when you're like, I've got this huge vision and it's like epic. And let's reverse engineer that shit. You know, let's let's break it down into bite-sized chunks that when you look at it, actually feels real, like actually feels that you can achieve that. Because if you cannot connect with that feeling realistic, achievable and excited to do it versus overwhelmed, we're going to procrastinate, we're going to put it off, we're going to feel overwhelmed and we're going to get in that sense of paralysis, right? Paralysis by analysis, So by setting those achievable targets really helps to prevent that feeling of overwhelm. So break it down, break it down into bite-sized chunks. So that was number five, set realistic goals. Number six, create a to-do list. This really comes down to actually organizing yourself, organizing your tasks in a structured to-do list and crossing items off as you complete them really can provide the sense of accomplishment and this building of momentum as you identify with this person of someone who's always in completion and completing things. And it really helps you to stay focused. Now, creating a to-do list does not mean writing a thousand and one things down that is totally unrealistic. Again, make it be realistic and achievable so that it doesn't lead to overwhelm. 
I find that creating a to-do list can really help to keep my focus, set an intention for the day and to keep track, right? Because it's like, if we're not tracking, if we're not measuring things, then it can be really hard to stay enthusiastic or encouraged or um, like we're creating momentum in things that actually take a long time to build. You know, businesses are not built in a day. It takes time. And so can you create this sense of gratification along the way through this feeling of completion in as many ways as possible? So that is all I wanted to share with you tonight. Ways to actually, two signs that, you know, things that are creating that sense of overwhelm. I'm going to give you a recap. So the first sign is it's time to get clarity on either what needs to be prioritized or how to do something. There's either a lack of understanding of what to do or how to do something. The second sign is it's time to fully commit, right? Fully commit because overwhelm can come when we have a thousand one options or we don't know what direction to take. So it's time to get clear and to fully commit. And then how to counteract this, the six steps are pause, one, pause and take a breath, two, clarity on values, three, prioritize your tasks, four, let go of control and perfectionism, five, set realistic goals, don't jam pack everything into one day, and six, do create a to-do list. That is something that you can always come back to when you catch yourself feeling like really stressed, really anxious, really overwhelmed, like you've got nothing left. I want you to go through these six steps. I want you to first ask those two questions. Is it because there's a lack of understanding around how to do something or what to do? Or is this simply coming from this feeling of there are so many options and I don't know what way to go? That is your sign to fully commit and then go through the six steps. (laughs) You are not alone. As a business owner, you're juggling so many things. You're wearing so many hats. And if you're a mum as well and a wife as well or a partner as well, you know, you're wearing so many hats in one day. And this is really an opportunity to look at ways that you get to actually create more spaciousness in your calendar and take time for yourself and let go of any judgments or stories around taking time for yourself as being selfish or feeling guilty about giving to yourself fully. This is something that I go really in depth and in detail with with my one-to-one clients because obviously when you're working one-to-one you get to fully tailor things and a lot of this comes down to really going back through the stories beliefs the subconscious mind and really seeing what stories are yours and what stories are not what have you picked up from a young age in childhood that you're still holding on to that can be creating this sense of kind of self-sabotaging or not allowing you to fully show up in the way that you want to and that living unapologetically is so key, is so crucial because that sense of full commitment to you, 
full commitment to your vision and living unapologetically is so magnetic and it fuels your business. You know, it creates so much passion, so much magnetism, so much drive, so much motivation and inspiration in ways that simply doing affirmations just can't touch. So if you're willing to do the deeper inner work, I would love to hear from you. If you feel like you keep noticing, you know, that negative self-talk or you keep noticing certain patterns come up around burning out or you know, feeling really overwhelmed, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to go to my Instagram page, which is simone.parsa. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And also, if you got any takeaways from this podcast, from this episode, I'd also love to hear what really landed for you, what resonated, and what you're taking away from this. The main thing is to know that you're not alone. You do deserve all of the support and nourishment that you're craving and that overwhelm can be overcome with such ease when you know what and how to do it. So sending you so much love and I'll see you next week.